Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another amazing episode of the God and Your Business podcast. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. I am so happy to be in your ears. And it is my belief that we will walk away with some really amazing things that will create massive transformation in our businesses. All right. So today we're going to be looking at how to accomplish big goals in business. And this is so important because I remember when I first started out in business, I mean, I was terrified of everything. I was scared of everything. I couldn't bring myself to dream big. I couldn't even dream big for the year. You know, and I hear people talk about their five-year plans and 10-year plans and I'll read about businesses and what they did. And I'm like, oh my goodness, right? Like, how can people do stuff like that? And for me, dreaming big and all of that, I really, really came out of my relationship with God because that was not my natural bent. That was just not something I was going to do. And by the grace of God, I'm at this point where I can really dream. Like, you know, compared to who I used to be, dream really big and accept bigger things. And sometimes he'd drop ideas in my heart. And I'm like, that is so scary. But yes, right? Like I've come to that point where it's a muscle. And I wanted to kind of walk you through some of the things you can do so you can dream much bigger, right? And this applies whether you're just starting out in business or you're a veteran or you know, you've, you're, you're, you've hit seven figures or whatever. As much as God wants us to do, as, you know, as big as he wants us to get, we, we can get there. We just follow him. And I can't feel, think of a better place to pull this from and from the story of David and Goliath. Because now, first of all, this is one of my favorite stories of all times. It's in First Samuel chapter 17. I cannot tell you how many times I've read that story because, you know, David's like the underdog. Like, you know, he's fighting Goliath. So if you read the chapter, Goliath is nine feet, nine inches tall, thereabout. He's like huge, right? Like your tall basketball players are seven feet. He's like almost three feet taller than them, you know? And so he's really big. He'd been a warrior forever. The whole army of Israel was afraid of him. Everybody, including the king, everybody ran away. So for 40 days, he'll come out. You know, he's like, you know, who are you guys? Bring somebody to fight me. If they can win win me, we will be your servants. If I win them, you know, the person, then you guys will be our servants. And everybody was scared. The king is like, oh my gosh, who will take care of this guy? You'll be exempted from taxes. I'll give him a daughter of mine to marry. And all of that, tempting as that was, nobody took him up on it. And here comes David, okay? Historically, we think he was a teenager at the time. So I need to imagine, you know, pimply teenage boy coming up and he's like, who is this guy? What will be done for the person who rids Israel of this disgrace? What? Like, what would even make a kid think that, right? Like, I'm 42. I remember when I was 17, I would not look at a Goliath and think that I am the solution to a national problem, right? You know, so I'm always fascinated. Like, how did he become that person? So anyway, I'm going to read a few verses from that story. And those verses are going to kind of show you, it's like three verses, but it'll show you three principles that David had employed. And I think that's why he saw something that big and something that was a national problem. And he said, I will take care of it. Okay. 
All right. So I'm reading First Samuel chapter 17. I'm reading from verse 34 to 37. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So the back, the context of this story is David kept asking what would be done for the person who take care of Goliath until somebody finally went up to the king and said, hey, there's this kid over here that's been asking this question. And they bring him to Saul, who was the king. And the king is like, and he says, oh, David tells him, don't, don't worry about this Philistine. I'll take care of them. And Saul is like, don't, if you read the verse, it actually says, don't be ridiculous. That's what Saul, the king told him. Don't be ridiculous. You cannot possibly fight this guy and win. Okay. So this is what he told David. So I'm picking up from David's response to him. So verse 34, but David persisted. He persisted. He said, I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions, plural, and bears, plural, and I will do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. Then he says, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Such confidence, right? So, I mean, there's so much to unpack there. So we're just, we're just going to go to it. Now, now look at, look at his contrast. He's talking about lions and bears, and we're talking about a giant that's nine feet, nine inches tall that the entire Israel is running away from, right? And they've told him, you can't do this. And he goes on to say this. So I want to pull out three principles from there. So the first one is, if you're going to be that person who does impossible things, if you're going to be a giant killer, um, if you're going to be a Goliath slayer, you're going to be someone who starts from where you are right now. David had was watching his father's sheep. These are not his sheep, his father's sheep. He was the last kid. And when a lion or a, or a bear or anything came, he could have just run away, right? He could have said, oh my goodness, I'm, I, they don't pay me enough for that. I'm not, I'm not doing that, right? I don't want to be bothered by that. He could have said, I'm waiting for the day when I'll be on a national stage. I'm waiting for the day when my big break comes. Your big break is the little quote unquote opportunity in front of you right now. He didn't wait to start. He started like what was what was available to him. He was a shepherd. He was watching sheep and goats. That was what he had in front of him. What's in front of you? It could be maybe you're even working a job thinking someday I'm going to own a business. You don't start building a great business when you start a business. You start a great business by doing excellently where you're working right now. Let's say you have a business that just started, you have very few clients, and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to deliver at such a high capacity when I have about 100 clients. No, you start from where you are with the two clients that you have right now. You built a six-figure business, but you're like, I'm really going to do it like I mean it when I hit seven figures. No, you start from where you are. If he didn't start by practicing with what he had in front of him, the sheep, the goats, and the lions and bears that came after them, he would never have been in a position to handle Goliath. Okay? So your big break is in front of you right now. It just doesn't look like it. 
Okay. So that's the first thing. So stop waiting. When do you start being excellent now? When do you start deploying your skills now? When do you start serving at a very high level now? That big business you've dreamed of, the big business maybe God has shown you, is tied to the little thing in front of you. That's number one. Number two. Now, sheep, goats, okay, and then lions and bears coming after them, he could have run away. That's a challenge. He could have run away. He could have told his dad, oh my goodness. I mean, he's a kid, right? Like bear, bears, lions, like I don't know that I'll run after a lion to club it to death. Like, really? I could have run away and say, oh my gosh, dad, the sheep and the goat, they're gone. But thank God your son is still here. <laughs> right? It's a miracle. He could have done that. But he didn't run away from that challenge. He trusted God, right? Because he said the same way the Lord delivered, you know, delivered me from the lion and the bear. He trusted God. He fought. He practiced. He took up that challenge. He took it head on totally expecting to win, right? So the second thing is don't run away from challenges. And if there's anything you can find in business is challenges. Okay. So at the time of this recording, we are, we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic. And then we're in the middle of what has been called the great resignation, right? Like keeping staff is like really hard and all of those things. That's a challenge. You embrace it and you tackle it. Then there's a pandemic. Like, what are we going to do? There's shutdown, then there's no shutdown. There's masks, then there's no masks. There's uh, people can come in, then they can't. And then, you know, the desires of people have changed. The world has just changed fundamentally. It's a challenge. You don't run away from it. That's your lion and that's your bear. And it's getting you ready for Goliath. There are all kinds of challenges. I mean, I don't have to tell you, you can probably name seven or eight right now because, That's what business is all about. It's a lot of challenges. It's a series of challenges. Don't run away from them. It is in tackling the quote unquote lions and bears that you build your confidence. That is where you build your capacity. That is where you're like, oh, God, you know, this is how I've worked with God and look at what God did in the middle of this circumstance. That's where you get to see the move of God over and over and over again, lions and bears. So that the day that Goliath shows up, you're like, listen, I've dealt with lions and I've dealt with bears and Goliath is going to be just like them. Okay. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, Now, notice what David did. Even though, if you think about it, lions and bears compared to Goliath, I mean, they're nothing compared to Goliath, right? That's a whole new challenge. But David didn't despise the victories that he had in the past. He owned all of them. And that was kind of his leg up, like, I've dealt with this, I've dealt with that. So with God, I'm going to deal with this too. But sometimes, We, our natural bent is to minimize the victories that we've won. We don't actually take the time to stop and say, look at the amazing things that God has done, right? So I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. What's going on? Yeah, nothing's working in my business. Excuse you. Like, first of all, you started a business. Second of all, this is your sixth year in business, right? 80% of businesses are gone in five years, right? So this is your sixth year in businesses, your business. You're turning a profit. This year is better than last year. You survived a pandemic, right? And you have all these, there are all these milestones that it's our responsibility 
to actually go in and document our victories. They may seem small, but you own them. I mean, even the fact that you own a business, do you know how many people have planned to own businesses for over a decade and don't? You started it. You got your first paying client. You got to 10 clients. You hired your first employee. You pulled off your first event. You had your first $10,000 month. You had, like, you document all of them. They may look small. Yes, compared to Goliath, they may look small. But what you're doing is if you can acknowledge that, then when you set a bigger goal, you're like, yeah, we can do this because we did these other 25 things, right? So I run the EntreMD Business School and we are working on a book project, a collaboration book. And before writing the book, I said, before you start, I want you to write 25 wins you have experienced in business. Now, remember, I'm telling this to people who have, some have just started and some are doing up to 5 million. So it's like a whole range, right? And I'm like, just write 25 wins. And I put there because I knew what they think. I'm like, this is not a typo. This is not a typo. So in writing it, people reach out to me. They're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize. First of all, I was like, there's no way. And then I started reading. I was like, I did not realize all the things I'd accomplished. That's the human mind for you, okay? So document your victory. So the day Goliath shows up, like David, you can say, oh, oh, oh a bear came after me. I came after my sheep. I got my sheep back. A lion came after my lamb and it, it, it actually came after me too. And I just clubbed it to death. And this is going to be just like that, okay? So what are the principles? One, start from where you are. Two, don't run from challenges. Three, document your victories. Those are the three things that I want you to do. And don't wait to do them. Those are decisions you can make today. You can document your, your, your victories today. And you'll be on your way. You'll be building that muscle where every day you're, you're doing something that is training you to hit impossible targets. All right. So that will be you. And I cannot wait to celebrate the wins. When you start making that transition from lion level to Goliath level, I cannot wait to celebrate that with you. So thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode with another entrepreneur in your life. And remember, God is interested in your business. God wants to be your partner in your business. And together, both of you will change the world. See you on the next episode. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.